Whether you're fly fishing in a stream, getting those ankles wet, or deep in the ocean casting nets, fish nerds, fish nerds, fish nerds, it's a podcast. Just for the halibut! Fry it in a basket or broiled in a pan, eat it raw like you're in Siam, fish nerds, fish nerds, fish nerds, it's a podcast. Hello, I am Sam Chagrin. You may have heard of me. Motivational speaker. Podcast savant. Industry mogul. The man the most interesting man in the world finds interesting. But, for the month of November, I want you to know the real me. What makes Salve Chagrin really tick? The Podfix Network, for which I am not only the president, but also a client. I am the type of network head not afraid to get his hands a bit dirty either, which is why I am actively participating in this year's Napod Pomo. Each day of November, so today for instance, the Podfix Network will be bringing you a new episode from all the different members. The network did so last year as well, but, since I am no longer just a puppeteer pulling Keith, Chris, or Chad's strings, I felt it was only right for me to participate as well. And you can too. Podfix Network's Napod Pomo 2021 theme is the phrase of the day. Each day, we will bring you a brand new phrase or idiom and tell you a bit about it. Its origin, meaning, etc. You know, real cursory research type stuff. Chris Green of this week today will be great at it. Throughout the month, we encourage you to then use any of the phrases we mention in your everyday life. Email us the details at podfixnetwork at gmail.com. On Twitter at Podfix or in our Napod Pomo thread in the Podfix Nation on Facebook. At the end of the month, we will select a handful of winners to receive some Podfix prize packs. Let's find out what today's secret phrase is. And then remember to tune in tomorrow, for another day of the Podfix Network's Napod Pomo 2021. Chagrin. Out. This is the Irrationally Exuberant. I'm Reed Messerschmidt. Hello, friends. I hope you're well. You look well. Great, actually. Have you been eating more? Adjusting the alignment of your chakras? Hitching up your pants a bit higher? Reading deeply and often? Listening to this podcast frequently, perhaps? Whatever you're doing, it's working. You are radiant. I come to you a humble man. Gorgeous thrift store, Valley City firefighter trucker cap with the gold scrambled egg stitching on the brim in hand. Beautiful blue eyes, like a My Bloody Valentine song, gazing past my tailored slacks to my gorgeous leather boots, broken in just right. But no, this is not right. I must be like a Jonathan Richmond song and look you dead in the eyes, earnest and open. I'm here to offer an apology, specifically to a group of human beings that have been trod upon, hated, and belittled for far too long. Australians, and really, Australia in its totality, for I have slandered the very land that these fine folks tread upon. This, as you are likely aware, is in regards to an episode of this podcast released two years ago. I know, it's long overdue. I can assure you, though, that I've wanted to apologize for as much as 
three-fourths of that time, but simply could not find the words. Well, goddammit, I'm lying to you already. Let's be totally honest here. It's true that I've felt not quite right about the December 2019th episode hyperbolically titled SYNC AUSTRALIA, all caps with an exclamation point, but I only thought of making this public apology this morning. This episode was meant to be satirical, kind of, but satire requires a worthy and specific target, and my target was, what, the idea of unfocused misplaced anger, perhaps? Not specific or pointed enough, I realize now. More than likely, carelessly hurtful to a people who do not deserve my scorn. I am not proud of the things I wrote on a computer, carefully edited, chuckled about, rehearsed, spoken to a microphone, recorded, carefully mixed and produced, chuckled about some more, and then released to as many people as I could conceivably turn away from scrolling mindlessly through Facebook and Instagram or Twitter or whatever. But I did it, and I own that. I can't sit here and tell you I didn't mean it when I said that Australia is a land filled with monsters. Wildlife so terrifying and grotesque they make a mockery of imagination. This is a fact. Massive bats, poisonous everything, bloodthirsty sea creatures, revolting bugs, murderous plants, you name it. Australia's got them all. And I can't sit here and tell you that I didn't mean it when I said that Australians sound like British hill people. I did mean it, and it was kind of clever and pretty funny. But I no longer mean it exactly. Yes, it is an accurate description, but I now hear with my earballs that the accent of the British hill people is uncommonly mellifluous once you get used to it. Even when they're saying ridiculous things like, wrap your laughing gear around that, a really upsetting way of saying, eat this. Specifically, when you're talking directly to an Australian, which I've done a few times in the interim, a safe distance away from their actual country, because as much as I now admire their truly awe-inspiring landscape, I am a coward in the face of massive bats, poisonous everything, bloodthirsty sea creatures, murderous plants, and revolting bugs. That's my problem, though, not Australia's. And I'm positive that a similar witticism could be constructed addressing my tonality and speech patterns. The Fargo accent has been famously mocked, deservedly so, and even though I don't think and have been told I don't have that accent, the point stands. You could say, for instance, that I speak and write like Kelsey Grammer crossed with a crude television show for children. Fair enough, well played. My point is that any criticism of Australians or Australia can also be leveled at me, or any human, really. Someone, maybe many people, sometimes in the inky black of night I lie awake, racked with worry that it's most people, think my speech is ridiculous and unpleasant. And I, too, am inhabited by monsters. Depression and alcoholism, to name only two. Once, in high school, I was on a date and we were on a hayride pulled by horses, and the horses went over a large bump, and many people, myself included, were propelled from the trailer, though I was the only one propelled hair first into a pile of horseshit. If that memory isn't a bloodthirsty sea creature in the ocean of my psyche, I don't know what is. There's no coming back from that. I'd have done well just to wander off into the night, never more to be heard from. 
I also decried the laid-back attitude of Australians, noting that to be so nonchalant in the face of such frightening flora and fauna was patently foolish. But who am I to decry unhinged bravery because of my own very, very rational cowardice? Australians, I salute your blind optimism in the face of near-certain grisly death. Now, do I ever want to go to Australia? No, on account of the creatures. But there are plenty of places I don't want to go. Public swimming pools, my dad's house, Taco Bell. I think I've seen enough of the city of Dallas and the entire state of Wyoming for one lifetime. I'm sure there are some lovely beaches the world over, but I don't want to go to them because I don't care for male shirtlessness and lounging makes me nervous. As I said, these are my problems. Australians need not bear the burden of my neurosis. I'm doing a mostly okayish job of doing that myself. And I'd be remiss not to note some of the fine music that has come from Australia. Why, Camp Cope's 2018 album, How to Socialize and Make Friends, is one of my very favorite albums of the past decade. Georgia Max sings with a very pronounced Australian accent, and it is endlessly charming. And there are others, in excess prior to doing that terrible reality show to replace the unreplaceable Michael Hutchins and landing on the guy with human tattooed on one arm and being on the other who said the human arm over the being one, we're all human beings and moving the being arm above the human one, sometimes we're just being human. There's the wonderful Courtney Barnett, Nick Cave, Men at Work, the Avalanches, Split Ends, and Savage Garden, who aren't great, but I once shared a memorable kiss soundtrack by one of their songs. So, in conclusion, I will state once and for all. Australia. Australians. I am sorry. I do not wish to sink you into the ocean, and I will vehemently object to any earnest effort to do so. Feels good to get that off my chest. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved. Hey there, I'm Paul Chomo, host of The Varmints, and checking in with Chomo Podcasts. And when I'm not podcasting, I'm eating. And I'm here to tell you about a new subscription box that caters to the kind of people that don't care what kind of weird sh or food they stuff down their throats. Paul's Food Box. With cooking options that range from baking to boiling, grilling to steaming, roasting to frying, Paul's Food Box is a gift of culinary delights. Enjoy a hearty saltine cracker cake with tuna and extra, 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 extra mayonnaise. <coughs> <clears throat> Or cool down on a hot summer day with an ice-cold glass of beef broth and ginger ale. 
cocktail party, your guests are going to love a round of tape room shots. In Paul's Food Box, you'll find a variety of delicious items every month. Each box comes with a can of soup. Who can say no to a can of soup? I have so much soup. So many cans of soup. Please just, uh, here, take a can of soup for me. Uh. So subscribe now at www.eatlikepauleats.com. That's www.eatlikepauleats.com. Use the code PODFIX and get a bonus bag of assorted insects to snack on with your first month's purchase. Paul's Food Box, your stomach will thank you. That's definitely the reaction you'll get. Gratitude from your digestive system. Paul's Food Box and the PodFix Network are not responsible for adverse reactions to the food, including diarrhea, constipation, vomiting, hemorrhoids, anal fissures, loss of taste and smell, permanent halitosis, hallucinations, new food phobias, or cheering for the Dallas Cowboys.